Section 34 Divine Services by Guru Nanak and Other Gurus Asakiwar Shlok 14-24 Pauri 14-24 This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Read for you by Chiquito Crasto The Sikh Religion, Its Gurus, Sacred Writings and Authors by Max Arthur McAuliffe Volume 1 Section 34 Some suppose that the following was addressed to Sultan Ibrahim Khan Lodi, who, it is believed at one time, sought to persecute the Guru. Pauri 14 Raiment and pleasing beauty man must leave on earth and depart. Man shall obtain the fruit of the bad or good deeds he hath done. He may have exercised sovereignty to his heart's content, yet he must proceed by the narrow road. He shall be sent naked to hell, which will then appear very formidable to him, and he shall regret the sins he committed. The following shlok addressed by Guru Nanak to Pandit Hardial, his family priest, when he came to invest him with a janu, the sacrificial thread of the upper classes of Hindus, has already been given. Shlok 15. Make mercy thy cotton, contentment thy thread, continence its knot, truth its twist. That would make a jhana for the soul. If thou have it, O Brahman, then put it on me. It will not break, or become soiled, or be burned, or lost. Bless the man, O Nanak, who goeth with such a thread on his neck. Thou purchasest a jhana for four dhamaris, and seated in a square, puttest it on. Thou whisperest instruction that the Brahman is the guru of the Hindus. Man dieth, the janu falleth, and the soul departeth without it. Guru Nanak Though men commit countless thefts, countless adulteries, utter countless falsehoods, and countless words of abuse, though they commit countless robberies and villainies, night and day, against their fellow creatures, yet the cotton thread is spun, and the Brahman cometh to twist it. For the ceremony they kill a goat and cook and eat it, and everybody then saith, Put on the janu. When it becomes old, it is thrown away, and another is put on. Nanak, the string breaketh not if it be strong. Guru Nanak, by adoring and praising the name, honour and a true thread are obtained. In this way, a sacred thread shall be put on, which will not break, and which will be fit for entrance into God's court. Guru Nanak, there is no string for the sexual organs, there is no string for women. There is no string for the impure acts which cause your beards to be daily spat upon. There is no string for the feet, there is no string for the hands. There is no string for the tongue, there is no string for the eyes. Without such strings the Brahman wandereth astray. Twisted strings for the neck and putteth them on others. He taketh higher for marrying. He pulleth out a paper and showeth the fate of the wedded pair. Hear and see, ye people, it is strange, that while mentally blind, man is named wise. Pauri 15. He to whom the Lord is compassionate and merciful will do the Master's work. That worshipper whom God causeth to abide by his order will worship him. By obeying his order, man is acceptable, and shall then reach his Master's court. He shall act as pleaseth his Master, and obtain the fruit his heart desireth and he shall be clothed with a robe of honour in God's court. A man at Lahore presented a cow to a Brahmin. The Brahmin took her with him, 
but had not wherewithal to pay toll at the Sultanpur ferry. He was stopped by the Khatri tollkeeper. The latter collected the cow's dung and at once set about plastering his cooking place therewith. Mardana went towards him, but was ordered off, lest he should defile the tollkeeper's cooking place. Upon this, Guru Nanak uttered the following Shlok 16. Thou takest toll for a cow and a Brahmin, the cow dung will not save thee. Thou wearest a dhoti and a frontal mark, and carriest a rosary, yet thou eatest the bread of the malichas. Thou performest the Hindu worship at home, thou readest the Quran in public, and associatest with Mohammedans, O my brother. Lay aside hypocrisy, repeat God's name, and thou shalt be saved. Guru Nanak They who have strings on their necks eat men, recite the Mohammedan prayers, and use knives to cut men's throats. Although the Brahmins sound shells in their houses, and enjoy their viands as they do themselves, yet false is their capital and false their dealings. By uttering falsehood they maintain themselves. Far from them is the abode of bashfulness and honesty. Nanak, falsehood everywhere prevaileth. On their foreheads are sacrificial marks, on their waists reddish dhotis, and in their hands knives. They are the world's butchers. Putting on blue clothes they are acceptable in the Mohammedan's coat. And while taking bread from the Malay chas, worship the Purans. They eat he-goats killed with unspeakable words and allow no one to enter their cooking squares. Having smeared a space, they draw lines around it, and sit within, false that they are, saying, Touch not, O oh, touch not, or this food of ours will be defiled. But their bodies are defiled. What they do is defiled. Their hearts are false while they perform ablutions after their meals. Sayeth Nanak, meditate on the true one. If thou art pure, thou shalt obtain him. Pauri 16 all are within thy ken, O Lord. Thou seest all, and thou movest them beneath thy glances. God himself bestoweth greatness. He himself causeth men to do good works. He is the greatest of the great. Great is his world. He appointeth all men to their respective duties. If he cast a backward glance, he maketh monarchs as grass. They may beg from door to door and receive no alms. Guru Nanak composed the following shlok on being invited by a dishonest shopkeeper to attend a shraddh or religious service for his deceased father. Shlok 17. If a robber break a house and sacrifice the fruits of that robbery to his ancestors, the sacrifice shall be known in the next world and make out the ancestors to be thieves. The hand of the Brahman go-between shall be cut off. Thus will God do justice. Nanak, it is only the fruit of what man giveth from his earnings and toil that shall be obtained in the next world. Guru Nanak, as a woman hath her recurring courses, so falsehood dwelleth in the mouth of the false one, and he is ever despised. He should not be called pure who sitteth and washeth his body. Rather is he pure, Nanak, in whose heart God dwelleth. Pauri 17. Caparisoned horses fleet as the wind and women adorned with every aid to beauty. Men fix their hearts on them, dwell in mansions, pavilions, and palaces, and make display. They enjoy pleasures to their heart's content, but they know not God and therefore fail. They live by their authority, and, beholding their women's chambers, forget death. But old age shall come, and youth fail them. A rich man gave a feast to which Guru Nanak and several Brahmins were invited. During the feast a child was born in the house, whereupon the Brahmins refused food and departed, deeming the house impure. Guru Nanak remonstrated with the following. Shlok 18. 
If the idea of impurity be admitted, there is impurity in everything. There are worms in cow dung and in wood. There is no grain of corn without life. In the first place, there is life in water by which everything is made green. How shall we avoid impurity? It falleth on our kitchens. Sayeth Nanak, impurity is not thus washed away. It is washed away by divine knowledge. Guru Nanak Impurity of the heart is greed. Impurity of the tongue is falsehood. Impurity of the eyes is gazing on another's wealth, his wife and her beauty. Impurity of the ears is listening to slander. Nanak, even the pretended saint who practiseth such things shall go bound to hell. All impurity consisteth in superstition and attachment to worldly things. Birth and death are ordained. As it pleaseth God, we come and go. The eating and drinking which God sent as sustenance are pure. Nanak, the pious persons who know God have no impurity. Pauri 18 Magnify and praise the true Guru, in whom there is all greatness. If the Guru cause us to meet God, we shall behold His greatness. If it please the Guru, He will cause God's praises to dwell in the heart. He putteth His hand on our foreheads, and when He giveth the order, removeth evil from within us. When God is pleased, the nine treasures are obtained. Shlok 19 The Brahman, having first purified himself, sitteth in a purified square. The purified food is placed before him, no one may touch it. Being thus purified, he beginneth to eat and read Sanskrit verses. If it is thrown into a filthy place, whose fault is that? The corn was holy, the water was holy, the fire and salt were holy. When the fifth ingredient, ghee, was added, then the food became holy. When the food entereth a sinful body, it becometh impure as if spat upon. The mouth which uttereth not the name, and eateth even delicacies without the name, consider, O Nanak, as if spat upon. The following was Guru Nanak's remonstrance to a man who reviled the female sex. Guru Nanak, in a vessel man is conceived, from a vessel he is born, with a vessel he is betrothed and married, with a vessel he contracteth friendship, with a vessel he goeth through the world. When one vessel dieth, another is sought for, to a vessel he is bound. Why call her bad from whom are born kings? From a vessel, a vessel is born. None may exist without a vessel. Nanak, only the one true God is independent of a vessel. The mouth which ever praiseth him is fortunate and beautiful. Nanak, that face shall be bright in the court of the true one. Pauri 19 Everyone calleth thee his own, O Lord. Those who do not so call thee, thou puttest away. Everyone must bear the result of his own acts, and adjust his own account. Since ye are not to remain in this world, why practice ye pride? Call no one bad, know this by reading these words. Dispute not with a fool. Shlok 20 Nanak, the mind and body of him who talketh evil are evil. He is most evil, and most evil is his reputation. The evil person is rejected in God's court. His face is spat upon. The evil person is a fool and receiveth shoe-beatings as punishment. Guru Nanak If a man foul within and fair without puff himself up in the world, his filth will not depart even though he bathe at the sixty-eight places of pilgrimage. They who wear silk within and rags without are good in this world. They have conceived love for God and contemplate beholding Him. In God's love they weep, in God's love they laugh or are even silent. They care not for anything except the true master. 
they beg for food at God's door, and only eat when he giveth it to them. For them there is but one court, as there is but one pen. We and you shall meet for justice. The accounts of the wicked shall be examined in God's court, and they shall be pressed, O Nanak, like oil in a mill. Pauri 20 Thou thyself didst create the world, and thou thyself didst infuse power into it. Thou beholdest thine own work, the losing and winning dice upon earth. Whatever hath come shall depart. His turn shall come to every one. Why forget that Lord who owneth life and soul? With thine own hands arrange thine own affairs. Shlok 21. Guru Angad. What love is that which attacheth itself to worldly things? Nanak, call him a lover who is ever absorbed in God. He who deemeth what is good, good, and what is bad, bad, shall not be called a true lover if he proceed in this manner. Guru Angad. He who offereth salutation and at the same time criticizeth God's works hath made a mistake from the beginning. Both his salutation and criticism are in vain. Nanak, such a person shall not obtain a place in God's court. Pauri 21. Ever remember that Lord, by worshipping whom thou shalt find happiness. Why hast thou done such evil deeds as thou shalt suffer for? Do absolutely nothing evil, look well before thee. So throw the dice, that thou mayest not lose with the Lord, nay, that thou mayest gain some profit. Shlok 22. Guru Angad. When a servant, while performing service, is proud and quarrelsome besides, and talketh too much, he pleaseth not his master. If he efface himself and perform service, he shall obtain some honour. Nanak, he who longeth for God shall meet him, and his longing shall be acceptable. Guru Angad. What a man hath in his heart cometh forth. Lip service is of no avail. Man soweth poison and expecteth ambrosia. Behold that for justice. Guru Angad. Contracting friendship with a fool would never be profitable. He acteth according to his understanding. Let any one see and inquire into this. One thing can be put into a vessel, if another be first removed. Commands will not succeed with God. Supplications must be addressed to Him. By practicing falsehood, falsehood is obtained. Nanak, there is pleasure in praising God. Guru Angad Friendship for a fool and love for a great man are like lines drawn on water, which leave neither trace nor mark. Guru Angad if a man be a fool and do anything, he cannot do it well. Even though he do one or two things well, he will spoil the rest. Pauri 22. If the servant who is employed in service act according to his master's wishes, his honour is all the more, and he receiveth double wages. If he vie with his master, he will excite his jealousy. Lose his large salary and receive shoe-beating on the mouth. Thank him by whose gifts thou liveth. Nanak, Commands will not succeed with him. The master must be implored. Shlok 23 Guru Angad What sort of gift is that which we obtain by our own asking? Nanak, wonderful is the gift we obtain when the Lord is pleased. Guru Angad What sort of service is that in which the fear of the master departeth not? Nanak, he is called a servant who is absorbed in the love of his master. Pauri 23 Nanak God's end is not seen, nor hath he a thither or hither side. He himself createth, and he himself again destroyeth. Some have chains on their necks, and some ride on many horses. It is God who causeth to act, and who acteth himself, 
to whom else shall we complain? Nanak, it is for him who made the world to take care of it. Shlok 24. Guru Nanak. It is God himself who made vessels, and he himself who filleth them. In some is contained milk, others are put over the fire. Some sleep on mattresses, and others stand and watch over them. Nanak, God regenerateth those on whom he looketh with favour. Guru Angad. God himself arrangeth, he himself putteth what he hath made in its proper place. Having in this world created animals, he himself beholdeth their birth and death. Whom shall we address, O Nanak, since God doeth everything himself? Pauri 24. The greatness of the great God cannot be expressed. He is the creator, the omnipotent, the bounteous. He provideth his creatures with sustenance. Man must do the work which God destined for him from the beginning. Nanak, except in the one God alone, there is no abiding place. He doeth what he pleaseth. End of section 34. Read for you by Chiquito Crasto, Birmingham, Alabama.